Hello, friends, and welcome to My Miniature Obsession Podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Karf. This podcast is about all things miniature. We will explore the world of minis and all its raw talent, dedication, patience, and the new energy of this art form. Hear from miniature hobbyists and professionals from all over the world. We will gain a deeper insight into the creative processes that drive them. We will also explore what their biggest struggles are, their most devastating failures, and the most uplifting successes. I hope to encourage and inspire you in your miniature hobby, because even the ordinary become extraordinary in miniature. Hello, friends. It's me, Rachel, and I'm back for another episode of My Miniature Obsession Podcast. So glad that you are here. So I can't believe it's only two weeks until school starts here in Wisconsin. I know a lot of people in the South have already started, which is crazy to me because I feel like summer officially starts September. (laughs) So it's kind of weird thinking that some people go back to school in August And I just really don't know where my summer went. Does anyone else get the maybe the end of summer blues like I do? I bet my kids and every kid out there is more sad than us parents, but especially the the parents who have to be home with them all day, I maybe they're happy? I don't know. But I still get pretty sad, especially now that I have a middle schooler. I always thought like it would take forever for him to go to middle school. But I have to say it came faster than I thought. And so it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment here in two weeks. But I am excited to have more time to create with them going back to school. So I do have that going for me. Um, Because if you haven't heard, I have a subscription box. So I'm busy planning for October's box. And I guess I can let you in on a little secret This month, I have a featured artist in the box. I'm really excited to share with you her work and just to showcase another miniaturist. So look for her work in the October box. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, let me just explain. I have a subscription box. It's a small box delivered to your door every other month. And inside, you will find fun and festive miniatures for your dollhouse, which are all handmade. And they'll range from DIY projects, seasonal items to decorate with. Some, like I mentioned, will have the featured artist. And then I will also be introducing a front door project in some of the boxes as well. I'm having a blast curating these boxes for you. And I just can't wait to keep going on them. So the next box will be shipped October 5th. And just to let you know, I opened the cart today to allow a few more people in because these are handmade they take time to make and so I have to limit the number of boxes that I can ship so if you want to order yours today simply head over to minisubscriptionbox.com to get signed up again that's minisubscriptionbox.com and also if you'd like to see last month's box head over to my Instagram and You can see a video there that I revealed last week of all the items inside the box. So it's really exciting. All right, so let's get down to business. Today, I'm going to share an episode with you of a chat I had with Kenzie. I found Kenzie on Instagram, and I love that she tells like a story on her Instagram of her journey with renovating a dollhouse. 
She shares her wins and her frustrations. So we talk about that and many more things in our conversation. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation. And if you did, would you please do me a favor? Maybe just take a screenshot and share it on your social media and tag me at Mike Drop Managers. And one more favor. If you would be so kind to please leave me a review on um, my podcast here. I love to hear what you think of this podcast as I'm here to bring you the best content and conversation that I can. Oh, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes. All right, until next time, take care, happy creating, and we'll see you soon. Bye. How are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah, I'm doing good. How about you? I'm good. So where are you calling in from? I am calling in from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Oh, not too far from me. Yeah, you're in Wisconsin, right? Yeah, like by Appleton. And so it's probably hot there too. Yep, uh, no central AC. (laughs) And I can't turn my AC unit on right now (laughs) because it's really loud. But yeah, so it's warm. I'm sure it is for you guys too. So we'll make this short then so you know. No, yeah, yeah, I think today it's 80, what do they say, 87% humidity. And right now it's like, I think outside 87. So it's hot. It's very hot. Yeah. Yeah. Are you in your basement area then? I am. Yeah. So it's nice and cool. It's a little cool. Yeah. Nice. Well, thank you for joining me today. I just wanted to talk to you about your miniatures. I found you on Instagram. And so it looks like you are doing a home renovation in 112 scale. And I guess, can you tell us a little bit about how you got started with miniatures? Yeah. So um, it's funny. I actually called my mom a couple of nights ago because I was trying to get nailed down the exact uh, times or whatever. But I think it was when I was six years old, um, my parents, it's kind of funny now, but like, I guess in one night, they built this like kit I don't think they knew what they were getting into and so it was like oh you know the night before Christmas we're we need to get this together so Santa can leave it at the tree and when I think about that now I think about how on earth like people that do those um houses from kits like it takes them forever to do it especially with the shingles and all that and Mm -hmm. so anyways when she was telling me that her and my dad pretty much put it together in a night. I'm just like, they, she said they didn't sleep a single second, <laughs> just trying oh to like God. quit, get it all together. Anyway, so that was, it? yeah, so oh, wow. they didn't, they just had, it was just like the, like the house, like nothing else was done to it. Like as far as wallpaper or anything like that. So, which still I think is yeah. impressive. I'm like, it must've probably had wet glue or something (laughs) sure I did I didn't notice it but anyway so that was my first I guess introduction to miniatures um but to me yeah it was just my dollhouse that I could play with and then I guess the fun part for me was with my allowance and different like with birthday money and stuff like that I there was a local dollhouse shop and it's not there anymore unfortunately um where I grew up in Kalamazoo and so I would get to bring my money and I got to uh, pick, a, I would do like a room at a time. So I got to pick like the carpet for the nursery and then the wallpaper for the nursery. And then I would, you know, get to buy the furniture and stuff like that. So I guess that was like my big introduction to it years and years ago. 
Um, unfortunately, my <laughs> I came home one day and my mom was giving my uh, house away to my cousin because I hadn't been playing with it in a little bit. And I was, I remember being hysterical. I was so sad she was giving it away, but she's like, oh, you know, you don't play with it anymore. And then I went to my cousin's house probably, I don't know, a couple weeks later. And my cousin had ripped out all of the flooring and all of like the wallpaper and put stickers all over it. And I was heartbroken anyways. So that house is, <laughs> that house is totally gone. But then um, I guess my reintroduction to miniatures is kind of a funny story I between like 2017 and 2018 I moved probably seven or eight times like between those two years I was just like moving everywhere I couldn't find um yeah I was having a hard time finding somewhere to live so anyways I was like really just craving like a space to like create my own little um just my own home and um so I found like a shoe box and I started just like randomly making little furniture from cardboard and I don't know and then my mom texted me one day and she's like my sister and I are at this estate sale do you do you want this you want me to grab the, this house and I it was funny because I didn't even tell anybody that I was like I guess creating miniatures um and so it's funny that she said that because I was like absolutely so it's like this the Alice it's actually the Allison I believe by Duracraft maybe I don't know if that sounds right um, but she found that for like $3 in an estate sale. So that was kind of launched my, maybe my she, new kick. Maybe she felt bad for giving away your own first house. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think she did a little bit <laughs> as a way to make up for it. Do you remember what kit your first house was? I was, I even tried to ask her. Um, I really don't remember. I It must have I'm sure if I like did some more research, I could probably find it. It was ba just a basic col like colonial style. I remember it was, yeah, it was yellow. I don't remember exactly, but it was very, um, what's the word, symmetrical. That's all I can remember about it. I can't even find any pictures of it, which is funny because my parents took pictures of everything. So well, They must have really loved you to put a house together in one, one night. In one night. I yeah. still can't even fathom that. <laughs> That's such a cool story. Thank you for sharing. Yeah. So what it is, what do you love about miniatures? Like, why did you, why do you think in 2017, 18, you came back to the hobby? Um, yeah, like I said, I think it was just kind of this like um, sense of like, I, this is going to sound bad. I guess, I don't know, control. I don't know. There's like, you know, mm -hmm. there's a space that, you know, I've been living with roommates and stuff like that. And it's like, no one can, you know, tell me what can go where and what can't go, you know, everything in it is mine. And um, for, I was just, yeah, I just was really craving that at the time. And um, so it was just kind of like a release. And also my job isn't like super creative. So I feel like the creative outlet that it allows me is um, a big part of that too. A lot of people actually say control. So you're not the first one that I've heard that from. So it's not weird. Good. I'm glad I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm no. glad it doesn't make me sound. But <laughs> not at all. So what is your most favorite thing to make? Or do you, would you say you're more, do you make more miniatures or do you collect more miniatures? Definitely make. Um, I'm starting to, I, you know, from all the friends in the community of the dollhouse world, I, you know, and everyone's, you know, starting to come up with their, their Etsy shops and stuff. So I love to support, you know, 
friends Etsy shops as much as I can. Um, so I'm, I'm starting and trying to do that when I can. Um, however, you know, it does get kind of expensive. So I try to make as much as I can and also like repurpose stuff. Like that's a, I don't know, I guess I should probably share it more in my feed and my story, but um, I, I like make almost everything from repurposed and recycled materials. Like mm -hmm. even as far as like in the latest Annie, the Annie farmhouse that I just completed near probably I would say 80% of that is from recycled materials um, at least. So in that like cardboard that I, you know, take from the recycling bin at work or whatever that is, um, whatever I can save from going in a landfill, that's a huge part of my lifestyle is just trying to reduce my waste. So uh, cool. yeah, I try to make as much as I can. So besides cardboard, can you share maybe something else that you recently made from recycled material or? Yeah, so I work for, I work for a periodontist um, and we have a lot of plastic waste, I guess, just because it's, um, you know, it's, it's medical field, that's how it goes. So we have these um, like Listerine bottles, I guess, in the tops of them, uh, once they're spray painted, they look like re they're really cute little ottomans. So <laughs> I, I've been kind of hoarding those. <laughs> I know, don't you find it like you never look at anything this, like the same anymore? Like you're always like, oh, that would make a cool whatever from my dollhouse. I'm the same way. 100%, yeah. So I actually, that's kind of my, I have the week off. And so one of my goals is to get my bearing straight because I have like boxes of just like, yeah, just crap. <laughs> so that under your bed is just full with findings. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, um, it is, it is absolutely hoarding. So <laughs> with good intention. <laughs> so do you have a nice work area for, to work on for your miniatures? Or are you having to take it all, put it all away, take it back out when you're ready? Yeah, so I was actually really fortunate. Um, my, so during, I guess when I was really jumped into it um, and could do it all the time was obviously when in 2020, um, I got kind of laid off of work for a couple months. And so I was able to do it in my boyfriend. My boyfriend has a house probably 20 minutes or so away from my house. And so I had his basement where I could do that. And then when his brother moved out, um, I actually, he actually let me turn um, a bedroom upstairs into my craft space, which was really, really nice of him. And so, and it's nice because I am, I'm a, I don't know, decently orderly person. And then except with my crafting, it's like, you would walk in there and be like, who is this? Like when people come over and they see my space, they're like, I can't even believe you made this mess. <laughs> so, but I can shut the door and yeah, forget about it and then go and create and just be messy, which is important to me so I bet you it's a huge stress reliever at least it is for me or a place just to escape and yeah I love creating I feel like I have to create yeah. something every day so yeah or like my day is not complete <laughs> yeah right yes yeah, so we definitely have something in common so what is your favorite thing to make then do you have a favorite I like I know mm. a lot of people like despise clay like they can't do clay or some people just yeah. only work in wood yeah, it's funny you say that because I literally just got inspired by the polymer clay and so ordered some and 
I've been really trying hard and being diligent about like trying to be good at it. And I really want to be good at it. And I, cause I see these like miniature food artists and I'm like, mm -hmm. oh my, but they also like when they, you know, do the little videos I'm like, they make it look so easy. Like I could do that. I could make that. And then I try and I'm like, it looks like an actual three-year-old made this. It's like so embarrassing, but I'm not going to give up yet just because yeah. I'm stubborn and I really want some miniature food. <laughs> So do you feel so, like the texture is not the same, the shape, the coloring? What do you feel? I think I am out of my league. <laughs> I think part of it's I'm out of my league. I think part of it's um, my patience level and my, I love for things to look nice, but I'm also not the miniaturist that's going to um, perfect anything. <laughs> I think it has to kind of just, if it looks right, I don't care if it's functioning. I don't care if the drawer's open. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just so, my style, which I have a ton of respect for all of the other uh, miniatures that are not that way. So I don't know, I guess to answer your question, my favorite thing to do, I really just like to decorate and kind of configure the spaces and or reconfigure them. Um, yeah, I, I don't know if I have a, a specific favorite thing. I wish that I could be good at like working with fabric. I think people mm -hmm. are really talented with that. And um, I was considering maybe asking for a sewing machine for my birthday, but we'll see. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I find that the clay, like making food, it's definitely the texture to me. And then if you get the texture down and then if you can like shade with, um, pastels, right. You know, like color the food with pastels and really get the, the shading down or the highlights, then it's, it makes it more realistic, at least in my opinion. Right. And I think that was my problem the first time around. So I did end up, you know, I'm trying to get away from doing this. It's a bad habit where it's like, okay, I just need one more tool. If I have one more thing then I can create this. And so I ended up going down a rabbit hole with this clay thing. And now I have like a whole set of tools <laughs> in the, yeah, the pastels. So I don't, maybe I'm using the wrong pastels. Are they like just oil pastels that you use to shade it? Um, chalk, sorry, chalk that you just scrape off chalk pestle. Okay. I think I or I yeah I ordered oil pastels so when I tried to scrape it it just kind of like came out in big chunks and I'm like oh no oh, yeah, yeah. Chalk. that's what I use is chalk they're really I mean you can get them at Hobby Lobby or Michaels pretty inexpensive okay. I just get the kids set like you okay. I, I don't know I just I have so many tools too that you can just keep buying and buying so out of all your tools what is your favorite oh you know what I recently started using more than ever, and this is so simple, but like tweezers, I don't know why I've never used those before. Like that is like a game changer for me. And I'm like, I don't know how I went this long without that. Um, and also miter shears. Is that how you say it? Miter shears? Yeah, where they have the angles where you can cut. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it took me, a, I've been seeing people have been using those for a long time. Um, and I've been putting them putting it off but I finally I finally took the, the leap and bottom and uh, those were a game changer too mm -hmm. for me recently I bought a glue set that where the bottle the tip is like micro mini yeah like, so small but just that was a game changer where you can just yeah. get the littlest drop of glue yeah it's a, why I didn't have that years ago you know but right just oh and so sorry yeah. No, that's okay. 
Um, no, my my hot glue gun with like the precision tip. I'm like really bad at patience and waiting for glue to dry. So whenever I can use hot glue, I, I do. And so the precision tip was a game changer. But yeah, I think I do need to um, look into that. That really, I know exactly what glue bottle you're talking about with the precision tip. Yeah, and so. it's really inexpensive and yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Especially if you're yeah. doing little things. And even you mentioned the tweezers, even to hold those little things in place yeah. with the glue. Because yeah, sometimes, like you said, waiting for glue to dry is probably one of the <laughs> hardest things about this hobby. Get too excited. <laughs> so what are you currently working on? You said your house is done. Yeah, my Annie farmhouse is done. Um, and so I picked up a, I was actually going to, I really wanted to do a kit from scratch. And, um, but I saw this opportunity came along to buy this house. I think it's actually the, I was just looking at HBS catalog. I think it's the Vermont, maybe the Vermont house. Um, I see a lot of people are actually have, have already done this house or, um, are working working on it right now but I found it on marketplace it's in pristine condition and it even came with like the base and um that rolls and has a drawer that I can nice. shove all my stuff in so and that's actually at my apartment which is nice so when I'm not at um Mitch's house my boyfriend I can I can work on my house here so and it's going to be a coastal cottage like I have a whole vision for it I'm super pumped nice and yeah marketplace you can find some amazing things on there so can yeah. you tell us what you got it for was it a yes oh it, it was a steal and I felt bad oh my gosh Rachel so I was like had my eye on it and I think that it's really taking off this you know this hobby is which is awesome and I love that however it's definitely dry I don't know if I'm the only one that's noticing this but it's definitely driving the prices up of of these houses like when people are saying they find these houses for like five dollars I'm like I can't go on there and I don't see them for less than like two to three hundred dollars sometimes and even more than that so mm -hmm. anyways it was listed for like 375 for a long time and I had just kind of saved it bookmarked it and I think I reached out to her one time to ask her a question about it and kind of forgot about it because I'm like okay Ken's it's not it's really not in your budget you can keep your eye on it if the price comes down significantly but um kind of put it on the back burner and then she reached out to me she messaged me she's like hey I know you said something a long time ago I don't know if you're still interested I'm I'm moving and I really need to get rid of this and so if you, I'd be willing to you know if you want to make an offer and I was like okay, my budget is $150. Like that would be the max that I'd be willing to spend right now. Um, but I felt like that was kind of rude to like lowball her so much when she had it listed for like 375. So I didn't want to be insulting um, by any means because I know how much love goes into these things. So I didn't want it to seem disrespectful. But... You were probably helping her out though too. Right, and she, and she <laughs> did reach out to me. She was yeah. like, I'm moving out. I just need to get this gone. And so I, I was like, would you take $150 for it? And she was like, yeah, I can do that. And so anyways, Four. yeah, I was like, <laughs> especially if it so, has yeah. the base and the wheels and wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and it came with so much furniture and like, I was kind of overwhelmed by it, like so much stuff. So wow. Too. It's like Christmas and birthday all in one and for the whole year. Oh, it really was. <laughs> 
So is it already done then? You just get to play and decorate it and things like that? Um, I mean, so I actually kind of feel bad because it isn't like, I mean, whoever, I mean, I'm assuming she did this and it's definitely one of those perfectionists. I'm looking at it right now. Um, but yeah, definitely like a perfectionist with everything. It's just so clean and done so well. However, there is some reconfigurations I, I want to make. So I'm going to try to be as gentle as possible and try to keep it. But yeah, even like you can tell that the wallpapers may be a little bit, you know, maybe a little bit dated or a little bit um, bolder than I, what I'm looking for. So I'm, I'm going to keep as much as I can, but I already ripped out the stairs and I have strong feelings about stairs. <laughs> so I already ripped those out and um, you I'll don't do a like few them. little. Um, I think it's, I know like, um, no shade to anyone that does have them, but I'm just yeah. like, I, I guess they just take up space to me. And it's like, this doesn't have to make sense, right? Like nothing in here has to make sense to anybody. Like it doesn't, yeah, I guess that's my feelings about it is it doesn't have to make sense. It doesn't have to be practical. So I, yeah. It's funny you said that I had a dollhouse and my daughter was looking at it and she's like, but how do they get to the upstairs? I'm like, well, it's magic. Okay. They don't. Yeah. Right. Get there. <laughs> they float. <laughs> She was very concerned because I didn't have stairs in my dollhouse. So that's, that's funny. funny. It's funny how people's, I think that's telling about people's like personalities and just how they, um, yeah, view things. I think so that's, that's going to be the beach theme, the coastal. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to do like, but like coastal, we have like a, we have a bunch of lake houses obviously around here in Michigan. And so I feel like, but I feel like they're more lakey or cabin style. And I want this one to be like, if it were in like the Hamptons, I want it to be very coastal. So <laughs> I can't wait to see it on Instagram and see what you do with it. How exciting. Thanks. Yeah. I'm, I'm super excited. I love the Instagram community. I mean, I know I've listened to all your podcasts before and I just, I think everyone feels this way. Just like, I was so surprised and blown away with the community on Instagram mm -hmm. and nothing that I even, I was actually going to have my account be private. That was my plan um, when I started it, I was going to have a private Instagram account and just have it basically like a little diary and documenting it for me because I didn't document at all in the previous house. And so I was like, I want to make sure that I actually, you know, can see the progress. And then my Mitch, uh, my boyfriend just kind of encouraged me. He's like, well, you know, maybe some people want to follow along and just see what's out there. And that was kind of, it was during the around the election and stuff and I was like I am so sick of like mm -hmm. being on social media I I was so turned off to the idea but I'm so glad that I you know went against that and because I met so many incredible people and yeah that's fun grateful. social media right we're not talking about politics yeah or... yeah yeah <laughs> cool. but I, I, I didn't think that existed at that point <laughs> oh. yeah you were so right the community is amazing so remind me of where Grand rapids is is that on like michigan side of the state uh yes yeah okay yes, it is so you're pretty mm -hmm. close to chicago have you ever been to any miniature shows or anything no um yeah i guess i'm i still would consider myself a a, a newbie um in this craft of this i thought i didn't really realize it was like as big as it is um, and I never would have thought that there was even shows until probably this 
you know, the past year. So I was looking forward to, um, what's the big one in Chicago? The Tom Bishop. Yes. Yes. That's the one mm-hmm. you, I think you've talked about that before too. Mm-hmm. Um, and just hearing from other people about it too. Yeah. And I was really bummed that they canceled that because I really didn't want to go. Yeah. Well, next year, definitely try to see if you can get over there. Even if you take, I know that you can take the ferry across. Like, I only know this because we actually are going to Michigan in a few weeks. We're taking the ferry across Mm -hmm. and then we're going to Mackinac Island. We're going to drive there. Yeah. Yeah. So I know that you can take your car on a boat and come right over to, well, you would come to Illinois, but yeah, you could easily get to Chicago, I think, from from Michigan so you should definitely yeah we're act- I'm actually gonna be there tomorrow <laughs> oh in Chicago yeah I, I probably go to Chicago I don't know anywhere from like one to three times a year I oh okay I love that city I wish that I could live there but um yeah my my boyfriend and I are taking a little trip to the city tomorrow okay. so usually we go I like to drive to Michigan City which is like right on Indiana Michigan um line and then I take the train in that way you don't have to deal with uh, driving downtown. <laughs> you know it then. See, you know it. Then you can definitely, you should definitely try it because if you want your mind blown, uh, yeah, that would definitely be a show to go to. Yeah. Are you going fun. to the Philadelphia show in November? I don't know. Not as of right now. Gotcha. Are yeah, you? I'm I'm planning on doing that one. How yeah. Fun. So, yeah, this I'm November? pretty excited. Yep, I'm pretty excited about that one. It seems like there's a bunch of people that are going to be kind of meeting up and I'm excited for that. I'll live through you on that one. Although, you know, maybe now that you sparked something, maybe, maybe. Maybe we can, we can carpool. We can, you can just (laughs) meet me and we'll just drive there. There you go. Is that what you're doing is driving? Yeah. I looked at some um, flights and I couldn't find any that I, that were quite in my price range. And um, Mitch has some, we have some friends that live over there so um I think he might hang out with them and I'll hang out with my people so (laughs) well that is so fun so I'll look for that then too on your Instagram if I'm not able to go all right so um we talked about yeah any so have you looked into like any clubs or anything or is that just not something because I just know I looked into actually was at Hobby Lobby not too long ago and there's a sign do you love dollhouse miniatures? And I'm like, it was like speaking to me, right? And so, yeah, there's, there's a group of ladies that actually meet at my local Hobby Lobby, of all things. You are kidding. So, I have never even tried to look into that. I will definitely keep my eye out next time I'm there. And yeah, I guess I, I through you, I um, realized that there's a bunch of different, like, what are they called? Facebook pages mm-hmm. or groups. Mm-hmm. So I never knew. I was really, you know. I was still just kind of navigating my way through the uh, Instagram miniature community. So I'm, I'm think it's cool that they're on different platforms too. And yeah, I wish there was, I know there's like two people on Instagram that are in the Grand Rapids area ish. Um, so, but that's all I, I know of. Start your own so, club, right? No, I just love yeah, that's it. Especially now that I guess COVID is behind us to get together face to face with people is also yeah. nice. Yeah. So if I hear yeah. of anything in Michigan or if anyone knows of anything listening, they can definitely contact you. Yes, please. So anything else you'd like to share about your hobby and yeah, I'm I was actually curious about this. I've made um like a 
a, I guess a bucket list, a miniature bucket list of all these different projects that I want, because I would like this, you know, in life is always gonna, you know, take twists and turns and stuff, but I would love, this is such like a therapeutic thing. And so I wanna keep it going. And so I've just been like writing down when ideas come into mind, like mm -hmm. writing them down. So once I finish one project, I can go on to the next. So That's I didn't so know. Cool. Yeah, I didn't know if you did that or if if it's like an official thing that you have, you know, planned out or you just kind of go project by project. Well, I can tell you I have my own book. It's like a journal and it's only for miniatures. And it's actually full right now. So I I was actually going to sit down and read I mean, I, this book has been going on for years and years and years. So like just read through it again all and I'm sure there's so much in there I've wrote over the years and get in from you know get inspiration from that but then I'm excited to try to find another book and get started on a whole new one so yeah I do definitely write if I see something on social media or on the internet if I'm reading a magazine I always write it down otherwise I will definitely forget it or I won't remember where I found it and so I definitely <laughs> So now I don't really know where to find it in my notebook, but at least I know that <laughs> it's in my notebook. Like a little treasure hunt when you go back and yeah. look through. <laughs> yeah. So no, I definitely do the same. Um, I haven't done it in a while though. So I'm glad that you brought that up and just remind me to get that out again. So how long is your bucket list? Well, it's always growing. I feel like the first, um, and I feel like it's honestly going to get checked off as like different you know, opportunities. Like I wasn't planning on necessarily doing this cottage right away, but you know, when the house presented itself, it was like, okay, I guess we're doing this now. I was actually wanting to do, I really want to do like a greenhouse. And so I was planning on doing that as my next project, but um, so we'll see, but yeah, I haven't found anything for that anyway. So greenhouse, I want to do like, um, an, like a bed and breakfast. I kind of do, or like some sort of like hotel where I have a bunch of different bedrooms. I don't know. I think that would be kind of cool in like a lobby. Um, I want to do something nostalgic. I want to do something with a pretty extensive outdoor space. Um, oh, and I really want to create something from The Office. My boyfriend and I are obsessed with that show, of course. And so I, I don't know if I do the whole set. I actually just looked up the plans for the whole set and I didn't realize how big it was. That but would be so maybe cool. like a room or something. <laughs> Did Do you know the... I don't know if you listen to my podcast, but I just had Preston on and he did mm -hmm. the Frasier show. And I yeah. said, do you watch The Office? Because I was really wanting him to make that next because we love that show. But that was yeah. so fun. Yeah, I, when I, I listened to that one and um, yeah, I was, just, I was just trying to find his entire, I've seen like little, like a few pictures of it, but um, I was trying to find his entire, I would love to see it that entire uh yeah room well, scene I guess that he did he does have um a group on Facebook it's called the Fraser Project oh okay you I'll can look, him look up for that. but yeah actually um you were saying that you know th like you said things in life change and then so I'm actually going to make I think my dad's garage um Ooh. yeah my dad ran this business for 50 years so Anytime you wanted to see dad, he was definitely in his garage. So I thought, you know, I made my grandparents' kitchen. I think it'd be so cool to make my dad's garage, but I've never made something be dirty and 
really messy. And so it's going to be a challenge for me because it's not the style that I typically create in. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to do some research on, yeah, how to make, make it really, really messy and dirty. Cause it right. was, you're going to have to like fight the instincts to, you know, clean it up and <laughs> yeah, and make it all like, I, I, I guess when I make something, I try to make it like really perfect or precise or Mm-hmm. So this, I guess it doesn't really matter. So maybe it'll be, it'll be good for me too. Who knows? Yeah, right. But yeah. And you that... could almost use like gray chalk and, you know, stuff like that too, just to get that, like, when I think of, yeah, the workshop or like dad's garage, I think of like gray dust everywhere. <laughs> so do you try to put like, the, like I'm really sentimental. I've said that many times before in my pockets, but it's so true. I, I love to put something personal in each of my creations are you kind of that way do you find yourself oh 100 as soon as I like knew we were going to connect as soon as I heard that you say that on your podcast I was like I am like painfully sentimental um so I mean and I I connect like everything to like physical I connect to like a memory and so if I'm gifted something it's like I just latch on to that and it's like automatically I have a hard time getting rid of it because it's like it has a it has a meaning to me so anyways um I try to yeah just do little things that mean a lot to me or I mean I got my I made my mom like a potting bench for uh Mother's Day I think I I posted on my Instagram and and that was something that was like she's the one that kind of gave me my whole green green thumb and my appreciation of plants and stuff like that so it was cool to give that to her that's why the greenhouse on the bucket list Mm -hmm. I just had a thought you that dollhouse that was given away without your consent (laughs) um do you remember any of the wallpaper or any of the the flooring that maybe you can incorporate in one of this house yeah no that's actually a really good point I can um I've even come across like when I've gotten gone to like thrift stores and stuff I see like the little kits you know how they used to I mean they still sell them like this I guess but like bedroom sets for dollhouses like mm-hmm. they do in sets and there wasn't like as much um I don't there was pretty like basic sets I feel like back in the day and so definitely I've seen things that I'm like oh my gosh this is exactly what I had for this dollhouse and um yeah so I would I can I if I saw the wallpaper that was like in the nursery that's the one that I remember the most of that dollhouse I would totally remember it so that's a good idea well I am a graphic designer I'm just saying so if you have (laughs) even a visual of what it looks like I could probably recreate it for you that would be incredible I'm like I know if you probably don't have a picture which would be amazing of your dollhouse I know but even if you could sketch it or something just so I can have a visual and then we could recreate it if that's something you would want yeah, I might have to actually hit you up on that. I will definitely start brainstorming that and send some stuff your way. Okay. Well, where can people find you on Instagram? Yep. So um, I'm on Instagram at Lee's, L-E-I-G-H-S, craft. So Lee's craft. Lee is my middle name, actually. I think oh. I should probably say that um, most people don't know. Actually, it's funny. I've been talking to Anna from Little House of Lights for like from the very beginning. And I think it wasn't too long ago that she was like, I've been pronouncing it lay this whole time. <laughs> so anyways, I yeah. that. 
<clears throat> excuse me, I actually thought that was your last name, so. Oh, okay, yeah. No, Lee is my middle name. I, since Mitch was kind of the one that inspired me to get get this kind of moving um, and have this space, he, he calls me by my middle name. He calls me Lee, so that's why I did Lee's craft, so. I love it. Yeah, but my first name's Kenzie. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you again for your time. And I'll definitely yes, be watching. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Turn on the AC now, okay? So you don't. Yes, I will be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank All you, right. Kenzie. Bye, Bye, Rachel. See ya.